This is J House Radio episode 47, guys. KJ. Uh, Viv, my awesome co host, Los, is once again playing Slacker and he's not here. Yes. So, um, he is he is not with us today. He's he not with us today. He <laughs> promised he would be here, but he's not here. So maybe he, he promised he'll be here next episode. So if you guys um also I'm gonna put Los's uh social media information in the show notes so that way you guys can message him on social media and harass him and tell him he needs to get his butt on the show. So yeah. But don't 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 tell him that I did it. Just 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 do it and just see what he says. I think that'll be funny. <laughs> um but yeah, um, other than that, uh, we have some new merch, guys. As you can see, new J House Radio merch. Look at that. Pretty so spiffy. Snazzy. Oh my god. Pretty spiffy. <laughs> Viv already has her ordered, so uh, you'll yes, probably be seeing that soon. Yes, mine is on the way. <laughs> um, and I'll make sure I leave the, leave that link in, in in the description for you guys too. Um, other than that, Viv, how you been? What's new? Um, we're gonna start off with our PWLA. No. What did we say? E? P-W-L-A-E? Pule. 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 So now we have, what are you playing? What are you watching? What are you listening to? What, and what are you what eating? What are you playing? What are you eating? What are you watching? And what are you listening to? Yeah. Pule. We're just, we're just going to keep adding letters to it. And then, it's, <laughs> yeah, just just add every it's letter now. It's going to be like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious by the end of this like, year. Pretty soon it's going to say, <laughs> all right, what are your ABCs? Just, just talk about anything from each letter that you've been doing lately. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> All go. right, so let's start with you. What have you been playing? Uh, what I've been playing, uh, I've, I've jumped back into Sea of Thieves, actually. Uh, it's a pirate-based game uh, that is from Microsoft that came out a few years ago. Uh, they recently did a uh, expansion, which kind of includes, uh, well, which includes uh, sea, not sea of Thieves. Um, oh, man, what's the name of that pirate franchise? Ky- uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates basically. Of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, they have like the Pirates of the Caribbean expansion that's with the game right now. And it's actually pretty interesting. Uh, it kind of reminds you of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, uh, you know, from back in the day. So it's pretty fun, actually. And so. are you Captain Jack Sparrow? Uh, you don't play uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, but uh, you kind of like play along with him and other characters from the game. Nice. Um, He's an so- NPC. Yeah, yeah, he's in a PC basically, so uh, it's pretty, it's pretty fun actually. It's pretty fun. Thanks. So I'm jumping back into it. Hopefully, I can get more people to play with. So, um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. Um, let me see. What, what am I watching? Well, what are you eating? <laughs> All right. So when we say eating, are we talking about like food and or drink? Like recently or just today? recently or today right. something that you find yourself eating for throughout the week maybe that you like gravitate to um, or something new that you haven't tried and then you taste it and you're like oh my god this is so good i would say all right so well i mean geez i don't know that's a tough one that's a hard question for you yeah, it's oh a very my hard god. question <laughs> well i'll just go with the last thing that i ate i had popcorn and salt and pepper on it with some butter, and that's it. That was the last thing I eat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so. So, I will go with my eat, because I have not, I haven't had a chance to play much, so. <laughs> um, I recently found that there is a new empanada place nearby. Ooh, and empanadas. Argen- yeah, they're Argentinian, but the owner is Cuban from Miami. 
and they mm. opened it up and it's near our house and they deliver so we ordered empanadas that are stuffed with spinach or a spanish sausage which is a little round spicy kind of meaty sausage and it's not like a regular like sausage link that you would have in the morning mm-hmm. it's more like spanish style okay um marinated lemon beef which wow. is this is this is all in an empanada uh-huh these are separate Jeez. empanadas yeah we ordered like a like a couple of them okay and the winner uh well there's spicy meat like ground beef and then spicy chicken that's shredded yeah um the winner in my in my humble opinion was the it was uh the spanish sausage with all this like red peppers and spices in a nice little envelope pastry that's kind of fluffy and crispy Mm. and then um the spinach one that has like mozzarella cheese onions and something else and it's all in the little like round ball oh and potato knish with onions you're making me extremely hungry right now um i i I need to get some empanadas because i am now well you're in jersey so technically you can go to a colombian restaurant and get good ones because those are really good i need to find a good one (laughs) um all right so what what are you what am i watching watching what are you watching uh i am officially watching uh season two of evil right now me and the missus are actually watching it i I recently got her hooked on it now she loves it so uh yeah i'm watching have you ever seen evil before we've seen i've seen the previews and i have not seen a full episode and neither has jay but we really want to watch it however this week and last week we've been watching olympics Support Team USA. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, sure. that, so that's what we've been watching uh, intermittently while we get home from our busy days. And then um, we've also been watching on Hulu, we've, we sort of binge watch, and it's not very long, uh, the Paul McCartney 321 documentary. Okay. It's in six episodes, and he talks with Rick Rubin, the producer guy that looks like Santa on vacation. Um, he is uh, speaking with uh, Paul McCartney about all of his like musical catalog that he has. Okay. Uh, and they revisit a lot of his uh, recordings, the initial recordings. So, you, like, he does the sound mixing. So as they're talking or whatever in Rick Rubin's like sound room. So like, it's so cool. Like I totally recommend it's on Hulu and it's called McCartney and it's three to one McCartney. Interesting. Interesting. Plus the Olympics. Just saying. Yeah. I have not gotten a chance to watch the Olympics. I just, I'm, I've never really, I've never been interested in the Olympics. Just it's not my jam. <laughs> Let's jump into our sh- uh, random facts real quick. Uh, yeah, if you if you have a random fact, I don't um, have one today. It's all you, man. All me. All right, cool. So a random fact that I have, um, and I'm getting this from bestlifeonline.com. Um, the first person convicted of speeding was going eight miles per hour, which is an interesting fact. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> in what year? Oh, my question is, what was your speed limit if eight miles an hour was was the speed ticket? <laughs> also, was he driving a vehicle? Was he on a turtle, maybe? <laughs> like, what? Maybe a bunny rabbit? <laughs> like, what was he doing that he was All right, I'm, so I'm going to read from, from the website, and I quote, so according to the Guinness World Records, the first person charged with speeding was Walter Arnold, the English village... Um, um, of of the English village of Paddock Wood, Kent, on January 28th, uh, 19, uh, 1896. Arnold was spotted going four times over the speed limit. <laughs> Wait, what? 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 So, was he, there any, what, you had to, like, snail your way through the How area? How were you going eight miles an hour, and that's four times over the speed limit? Like what? First that doesn't all, make any sense. What's the name of the town? Paddock. Paddock Wood, Kent. Wood, Kent. So, I'm guessing. I'm guessing that it must have been in England. I'm guessing it was in England. Um, it was four times the speed limit in the 19th century bins, but the speed limit at the time was just two miles per hour. That meant he was not going too fast by today's standards, obviously. Um. It's like sheepland in that part of England. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, the, the constable had to chase him down on his bicycle issuing a ticket of, I do not know how to read that um, dollar amounts. Um, but pounds yeah. sterling. I'm guessing pounds, four pounds, uh, and earning him a speedy uh, uh, d distinction. But yeah, uh, two miles an hour was the speed limit. Could you imagine driving two miles an hour i would have an anxiety attack because <laughs> i would get like severe road rage and i'd be yeah, like I'm oh like, my gosh i can't I, I was like i want to go faster i need to i want to press this pedal further down <laughs> oh my gosh well that whole area if you look in uh, google i googled and the map shows that it's a south east of London and it's very in in between London and Hastings. Hastings is a famous beach town on the on the lower part of London, the lower east mm -hmm. side of London. And that area where Paddock Wood is is all sheep land. Well that that that's probably why it was uh <laughs> you know so Jeez. it's so it's very rural there is like nothing but meadows and rolling hills i would i would hope though that like um <laughs> wherever you work is not far from your house could you imagine driving two miles an hour to go to work you would I literally would, have to leave like a day quit. early i would quit <laughs> i would quit i'll be like this is not worth my time right now i can't i can't get there in time because you know <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's go ahead and jump into our news topic here, uh, which is kind of, which is pretty much a big one. You know what? I need to do that. I need to add a little ding, 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 ding sound. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just let you do it every time. Like, we're, we're ready for our news topics. And then they're just like, this. there we go. There we go. On call voice, voice sound effect. thing. Sound effect thing, yeah. Foley artist, thank you. <laughs> Anybody hiring for Foley artist? Viv is available. <laughs> she is available for a Foley artist job. 
All right, um, talk to me about this thing because this has me blown to pieces. Like, OMG. So Activision Blizzard, basically uh, a company that is behind some of the biggest games in the industry right now, Overwatch, Call of Duty, uh, World of Warcraft, et cetera, et cetera. Basically the biggest games in the world. Uh, they've been having a lot of issues with uh, harassment, uh, sexual harassment. Um, apparently uh, there was also issues with women uh, in the company just not being treated fairly and they reported um some of these findings and some of the issues that they were having in the company to people in the company higher ups and a lot of times they would just sweep it sweep it under the rug they wouldn't do anything about it and then it got to a point where people in the company decided to do a walkout just a few days ago actually uh requiring the company to do something about all these issues that they've been having with uh women people of color of color um and so on and so forth um a lot of people talk a lot of people are calling it like a frat boy mentality from the company basically and it's getting a lot of heat right now the uh both studios i think on one of the world of warcraft servers some of the gamers um did a virtual uh i guess i don't know if you want to call it a walkout kind of like a sit-in so oh, wow. Yeah, where they 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 weren't technically playing the game. They would all log into the game, and they would just have their characters just sit in a particular area. And a lot of like a lot of, a lot of gamers did this. Um, and yeah, it's just inside, it's crazy inside the headquarters of Activision or inside the Blizzard. Uh, what what the the WoW sit in basically? Yeah, no, it it was just like like gamers who who actually played the game. Oh, like they okay. yeah they would log into the game and they would do a virtual sit-in just kind of protesting oh, about what's going inside on inside the actual oh okay so as their character they would just sit and just chill. yeah yeah so oh, wow. um that's awesome yeah it's so it's been pretty hectic lately and um it, it's it's crazy i feel like over the past few years we've been having a lot of issues in the gaming realm where crunch has been an issue um equality has been an issue women women have been reporting a lot of abuse and unfairness in the gaming field um like you would think by now it would be a little better but it feels like it's just keep more things just keep happening and it's not getting better it seems like it's getting worse i don't think this is the worst that it's been so far honestly it's 100 percent true and uh you know this goes back to even when gamergate came out you know like that whole situation of <clears throat> understanding, you know, how there's a lot of intricate pieces that create what we know as the gaming industry. And not everybody knows all the components, but they enjoy the games. Yeah. They're entertained. Uh, the franchise grow great fandom you know they have amazing responses and a lot of the gamers who find this to be their joy they want to support something that's naturally part of their lives and yeah. this is just it's just it's sad <laughs> it's, it's so sad um and i can't understand why why these things are happening now uh when they should have been immediately addressed that very moment you know like 
especially yeah. in the gaming industry because gaming industry is very inclusive. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, oh, that's just, it's blowing my mind. I'm even scared to even think that maybe, just maybe, you know, since I will be, I'm going to be living in the, in the vicinity of Epic's headquarters. Like, uh, I just, Slight flex, slight flex right there, you know. <laughs> a little bit of flex. <laughs> just, oh my god. Yeah, um, yeah, it's uh it's it definitely sucks. And even the the uh president of Activision Blizzard, Jay Allen Brock, uh I might I don't know if I'm butchering her last name or not, he's actually stepping down after this whole incident happened because uh the company's being sued by the state of California. Like like the entire state of California is getting behind this right now. It's a big investigation, and I don't know. A, a lot of people are, are contemplating uh, just not supporting any of the games at all from Blizzard or Activision, which I think, in a way, it could be the wrong way to go about it. Um, I play Overwatch, which is one of my favorite games from Blizzard, um, and I don't think just boycotting all games from blizzard activision is the best way to go about it because you got to remember there are some people in these companies that hadn't that had nothing to do with this some right. of these people are like trying to feed their families they're trying to just make a living and they just love what they do so i think by punishing those people is not the way to go about it i mean if anything support these people support these support the movement to make things better but by just saying i'm not going to play it anymore i'm not going to give them my money it sucks because you, you can't make everybody suffer from that. You know, it's not it's not everybody's fault that this happened. Do you know when Activision bought out Blizzard or when they did that merger? Uh, um, I think it was fairly recent. Because my understanding, at least three or four years ago still, it was just Blizzard. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually so going to check this... that right now live, actually. I'm going to check it and see. Um, this, this, cause Activision, they own, um, they own several franchises of their own, <clears throat> right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually this, this happened a while ago. This happened in 20, in 2013. I don't know why I feel like it was like a little more recent than that, but yeah. yeah, 2013. yeah. Uh, unless they were in talks and they didn't officially make it. Maybe. Yeah, it, it's saying uh, July 25th, 2013 was when the merger happened, basically. And who bought out Activision bought out Blizzard, right? Um, doesn't say who. Um, oh, yeah, Activision owned Blizzard. Yeah, Activision owns, owns Blizzard. I thought it was the other way around. I thought Blizzard owned Activision, but I could I don't know. Blizzard does have a lot of money too. So <laughs> all all of their like within the last last year alone, they recorded two point two billion dollars in profit. Wow, really? Just in last year alone. Obviously, COVID helped them. Yeah, obviously. Because <laughs> everybody was playing, you know, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Diablo. <laughs> Yeah. Candy Crush, <laughs> like all these games, and they are banking left and right. But that's just 
<sighs> that's just crazy. I, I, I think, I think the whole stigma of being a girl who knows how to do gaming stuff has always been undermined. No one really has addressed the problem, but I guess since everything has been coming out, the, you know, racial injustice, the LGBTQ injustice, the, um, Latino and Latinx, you know, injustice, the African-American, you know, all these injustices are happening. Everybody's being super vocal about it. Um, It had to trickle down into some direction. And of course it had to hit these two particular entertainment companies, gaming companies that have reputations for being so, you know, different yeah and and now finally you know women are being like yeah let's let's do our stuff let's make sure that this is you know equal equal justice for equal pay and equal talent because a lot of women put a lot of work in to doing some of these games in in their own right yeah and um, having someone defend them or res- respond in kind would be great, but this this is just it's a shock to the system to the core. Because <laughs> I, I mean, for me, it's a shock, but it's not a shock. It's not a shock, and it, it sucks that it's not a shock. But it's not a shock because the industry has been having this problem for a very long time. So I was just hoping that it would like at least eventually get better. I think it's a shock. I think it's more of a shock for the simple fact that there are a lot of people at this company that knew about it and did nothing about it. Exactly. Like there was even some statements made on social media from the company, just things that were very distasteful. I'm not going to talk about it on a show, but there was just a lot of stuff that was distasteful that was uh, said on social media. There were a lot of uh, incidents that happened at certain like uh like social events like uh pax or comic con or whatever um and yeah it's just it's it's crazy you know um but there are there are a lot of organizations out there that um have been started to help some of the employees that did the walkout um our uh, black girls code is one of the organizations you guys can check that out and you know support them and Mm -hmm just try to try to give more equality back to you know uh, women of color who are in the industry who are having a hard time just getting their voices heard they they just want to make content they want to make great games that's all they want to do but they're not getting that opportunity so um yeah so if, if you guys like see any uh organizations that are supporting you know anybody uh, who are involved even if it's not through Activision Blizzard, just any studio in general or any organization that supports this cause, just, you know, support it, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see what, what happens from this uh, to have the entire state of California coming after Activision Blizzard. I don't know. I, I'm curious as to how this is going to affect the company going forward. Um, and it's how. Gonna, look, they have like any good, you know, entertainment company or video game company they have a good pr team however now they're under the microscope before they were just like coasting because everything was not in their in their view now everything is in their view 
everything is being scrutinized. Everything is going to be analyzed. Every media, social media post, everything is going to just be exploded. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> you are going to have the sympathizers. You are going to have the empathizers, and then you're going to have those that are totally against the company. And I think they have banked enough to be able to survive any kind of blows that's that's going to come their way. Yeah. Um, just alone that the fact that they've earned so much money. I mean, even when World of Warcraft came out, I mean, come on. Yeah. And not to mention, there's a new Call of Duty coming out this fall. You really <laughs> think people are going to stop buying Call of Duty? We'll see where it goes from here. Actually, I, I, th I think this fall is going to be very telling. EA has, I'm uh, not EA, um, Activision Blizzard has a lot of games in the works right now. Overwatch 2, Call of Duty. So I'm curious to see how that's going to affect that. Um, all right, so let's jump into uh, some Black Widow talk, actually. Um, you finally watched it. Finally. Yes. Finally. He he caved and said yes let's the hug, get it the uh the uh, so i got it right this time the, the significant other finally decided to let you watch black <laughs> widow all right so overall what are your overall thoughts on black widow what you think i honestly loved the action number one i love the action the female capacity of of the 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 ways that they made them both move the the stunt work the scenery was awesome um i love the fact that the guy from stranger things was their quote-unquote dad that was so cool oh yeah so cool um and i love the fact that finally the same girl from the mummy the first one she looks older but good you know she doesn't look like decrepit <laughs> oh wait that's who that is yes kid hello uh, what is her name rachel i don't rachel. know how to pronounce rachel wise with wise yes rachel, rachel wise i knew she looked familiar i was like I, I was thinking of it too i was thinking like was she in mummy i was like no it's not her she was in mummy one yeah i loved her in mummy I love her, Mommy. They did a very good job in casting. Uh, the scenery was fantastic. The the acting was good. They had I don't know if you guys have seen or if you have seen uh, *Handmaid's Tale*. Uh, I've watched like a few episodes. I, I I never like really got into it though. Okay, so so Rick Mason, the guy that provided the airplane. Oh, spoilers! Sorry, spoilers. It's okay, minor spoiler. It, it, it's not a big spoiler. It's okay. They'll survive. <laughs> he provided survive. the airplane. He provided the airplane and the helicopter. Yeah, yeah. The guy that did that—that's the the husband from *Handmaid's Tale*. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I never got really? that far in the show. <laughs> oh, he's right off the bat. He's in the first first three episodes. Anyway, but you might have whatever i probably just didn't pay attention that much. <laughs> um you also have ray winston he's the evil guy oh the uh oh the the uh, head honcho that yeah that guy the was mean weird. guy um yeah but rachel wise as the mom she was fantastic scarlett johansson didn't miss a beat and then most of all florence Pugh. 
pew pew we'll go with pew sounds right okay <laughs> <laughs> um she did that wrestling movie uh with uh the rock oh yeah uh she was fighting fighting with my family yes yeah good movie actually i was actually Very surprised at movie. how good that movie was i was surprised i was not expecting anything of it <laughs> right you had nothing but low expectations for that yeah thing. i was like ah res another wrestling movie ah, whatever no no another movie that had wrestlers in it <laughs> and the rock and the rock um, um but yeah how what did you think did it um, was it true to form in your in your filmic expertise uh understanding uh well dark legion in chat seems like he thinks the movie was meh overall um uh, <laughs> some of the actors were like not was like not liking disney for the movie for this or oh yeah we'll we'll touch base on that in a second um overall i thought it was okay <laughs> yeah i thought it was okay i mean it was <laughs> listen listen like I'll give it props. It has some good. It has some good fight scenes. Yeah. Some really, the I don't know. Uh, this is not really any spoiler. You can see it in the commercial. Uh, the fight scene where Scarlett Johansson is fighting her sister in the kitchen, that <laughs> was intense. There was moments where I was like, "Oh, jeez!" <laughs> like that made me like squinch a little bit i was like <laughs> man that was intense like it, it almost reminded me of the fights it, it, it almost reminded me of like the born identity when they were fighting what? in the kitchen that's that's what i immediately thought of when i saw that scene I was like this is like born of this is like born identity 2.0 right here yes, um, the fight scenes the fight scenes were very intense like whoever <laughs> did the choreography for this film top notch I gotta give him props on that. I, th I think for me, when it comes to a Marvel film, I don't care what franchise it is, I don't care what character story we're following, the fight scenes need to be impeccable. Like you have no excuse. You are a Marvel movie. You cannot afford to have weak fight scenes. And if you do, I immediately, I mean, I don't wanna say- on I, you. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it on the choreographer. Like, oh, that film sucks. Who, who's the choreographer? Blame it on him. Blame it on the choreographer. I don't care what was wrong with the film. Blame it on the choreographer. Oh, the lighting was horrible. Blame it on the choreographer. I don't <laughs> care. Um, but yeah. Um, overall, it, it was it was okay for me. I do like the fact that they. And this is not really a spoiler either. It's kind of talked about in the trailer. Uh, how they talk about human trafficking, basically. Uh, that. Yeah that that first like 15 to 20 not i think it was like first 60 seconds of the uh, movie where they showed like all those shots of different situations of you know human trafficking throughout the world and stuff like that to see marvel put that in one of their films was very intense i would have never thought that they would have touched base on such a sensitive topic you know um well was great. it's it was the this it was the era. It was lending to the era and the location of where most of this actually happens. Most human trafficking and such like that takes place in Eastern Europe in yeah. the Russian area and like the Russian isthmus because you have like Estonia, Latvia, um, Romania, Hungary, all those 
you know, Lithuania, all those little countries that were once part of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Um, they they were so oppressed and people were so desperate to be able to save their families from poverty and inconvenience and you know and during that time the cold war was happening too because they flash back to like the 80s 90s that that's like the tail end of the cold war so yeah i'm surprised that they did do that too i mean yeah i was like hmm well, yeah, I was like, that's, that's yeah, same thing. I was like, that's interesting. Marvel's uh, like, touching a different nerve here. You know, they're getting like a it. little political there. <laughs> but honestly, I, I like it. I mean, we've been getting so many superhero movies over the years. I think it's good that they're touching different topics. They're touching different nationalities as far as their you know heroes that they're choosing us to follow and things like that. Um, another There's thing, a lot of layers in that one. I think that's another thing. It was too, it was very heavy. Uh, Politically, uh, socially, there's a lot of layers. And it was, it was like a very big, big, big lasagna all squished down into one little pan. You know, like there was Mm, a lot. So I would understand. (laughs) I love lasagna. (laughs) I would understand why a lot of people would not feel as, energized or um enthusiastic about the movie yeah i mean listen i mean granted i'm not saying it was a bad movie it wasn't bad if i had to on on a scale of one to five losses um (laughs) that's how we're going to have our ranking system from now on we're going to either have one to five losses one to five kjs or one to five vivs (laughs) so that's just how we're going to do it Today's today, today's lows because he's not here. So, um, <laughs> on a scale of one to five losses, I gotta give it a three and a half. Uh, only and then another thing, which is kind of a nitpicky thing, but then again, not really. Well, um, you're you have a film eye. You you have. But it's not film. even. But honestly, it's not even just that because I like when I went to see this movie, I was approaching it as a Marvel film for the simple fact that this is the first movie. I've seen in almost a year and a half. half. It's been a year and a half since I've been to a movie theater. This is the first film I've seen since COVID started. So I was going to this as a film, I mean, as like a film fan, just like as a fan of Marvel, I just wanted to enjoy it. I didn't, I didn't want to like dive into it too deep. I just wanted to enjoy myself. So that's how I went into it. how was that experience, if you don't mind my asking, as um, I sort of digress a little with you? <laughs> it was it was, it was was interesting because the movie theater I went to had amazing seats. And I was like, wow, I haven't been to the movie theater in so long. Like, I don't I don't remember the seats feeling this great. <laughs> That's the first thing I noticed. Not it's the popcorn. Your couch is just getting way too worn in. <laughs> that's probably, yeah, you know, that's probably what it is. I've been sitting, sitting on my couch for so long over the past year and a half. I sit in some good seats. I'm like, man, can I take this home? Because uh, I've been my sitting on my couch. Loves this. I love it. I love it. Because usually the kind of seats that I was sitting in is usually the seats that you sit in when you go to like the dining theater. It was like one of those seats. It was like a nice, nice couch, like a love couch almost. And I was like, man, like I can eat popcorn on this all day. It was, it was, it was Let great. Let me love myself. Let me love myself for a minute. It was good, man. Um, and plus, Did you have uh, to wear a mask? Um, yeah, they, so what they recommend is if you were vaccinated, you're not required to wear a mask. 
but you're encouraged. But if you're not vaccinated, then yeah, they 100% require you to wear your mask. But they don't ask for a vaccination card. So it's like, how do you really know who's vaccinated and not vaccinated? People mm. just say, I don't want to wear my mask. I'm going to go over here and do whatever. But me, um, I kept my mask on when I was eating popcorn in the theater. I took it off to eat, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, you know, put it back on. But uh, it, it was surprisingly empty. There wasn't a lot of people, at least not in the theater that I was in. Um, what time of the day did you go? Uh, a lot, a lot of questions. My movie theater experience. Um, <laughs> what time did we go? I'm I, living vicariously through you right now. Cause... Yeah, I think it was. It was pretty early. I think. I think it was like a two o'clock show. Yeah, it, it was pretty early. Yeah, so I was able to get that discount ticket, I think. Nice. I think we did. Good deal. Awesome. Um, Legion in chat says, for me, it feels kind of weird um, and awkward uh, for the theater I went to. Viv can't help it because of the COVID. Yeah, Viv Viv has to stay away from the movie theater because of the, yeah. the COVID Well, situation. no, I can go to <clears throat> movie theaters, but I just have to wear my mask. Okay. And I've been doing that all the time since COVID started. So yeah, it's not, it's not like... I mean, the one thing that that brings to light the fact that you were able to go to a movie theater, like there's a lot of sanitation that happens in that theater. I'm pretty sure now. I'm glad. Let let it happen. (laughs) I want to walk in that theater and smell the bleach. Pour it everywhere. If I if I can walk in the theater and smell the bleach, I'm happy. Bleach and Lysol, don't forget. Light Lysol. Like I want you to give me a pack of Lysol with my popcorn. <laughs> I'm confident in your theater if you do that. <laughs> give me some hand sanitizer with my popcorn so I can hand sanitize. There we go. There after we go. Each morsel in in my mouth. Oh, that's gonna be some dry hands after that. You're gonna have some dry hands eating that popcorn. <laughs> Um, one thing that did suck though, I guess we, and once again, talking about the, uh, like shortage of everything around the world, they were sold out of, well, not sold out. They they didn't have a lot of like food in there. Like there was no hot dogs. There was no, there was no cheese sauce. There was nachos, but no cheese sauce. Like, oh, well, here's the, uh, salsa. Like, no, I don't want the salsa. I want the cheese. No (laughs) cheese sauce, no pizza, no hot dogs. Uh, they just said that there was, they said it was a shortage. So. Yep. And I believe it, I, like I said at the beginning of the show, like to find things now, the supply chain issues are so bad because yeah. we don't have a lot, like we have jobs, but there aren't that many people filling those jobs, which have us suffer in, in, a, in a way to receive things that are manufactured like food or packaging or bottles or <laughs> ingredients yeah, exactly. of any kind. So it's 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 a challenge altogether. It's a huge hurdle that people are trying to like overcome. And I'm surprised that your experience at the theater was as it was, which is good. Yeah, it was good. I mean, um Did you go by your lonesome? No, I went with my lady. We went. <laughs> um I'm actually debating when I want to go again to the movie theater uh, if I decide to do so. I thought about going to see Fast and Furious, but I don't know if I'm just going to watch that at home or not. Um, so yeah, other than that, it was, it was a good it was a good movie theater experience. Um, and like I said, as far as the film, uh, I'm not saying that I didn't like it. I just I feel like one of my biggest gripes with the films is that I mean, with that film is the timing. 
you know, like there was a lot of references to things that happened in Endgame and just a lot of like previous Marvel films. Um, and it wasn't really clear. I mean, it was clear. I mean, not not, not even Endgame. What was one before Endgame? Uh, Infinity War. Infinity so, War. Yeah, there was a lot of references to things that happened in Infinity War. Actually, no, I don't even think then. I think this film happened after Black Widow happened. before she dyed her hair blonde. Which yeah, was this, Infinity War, right? This this is after what's what was the film that Iron Man and Captain America fought? Civil War. Civil War. This was this was after Civil War. Right. So like watching that film, watching this film now, knowing that it was after Civil War, it feels a little dated. A lot of because like Civil War happened how how long ago at this point? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that that happened a while ago. So how long ago a, a lot of a lot of things feel dated and i'm just really mind you we were supposed to get this movie last year so it would still obviously feel dated i'm just curious as to what made them wait this long to give I, us the black widow film well number one i would say that they had they had it forecasted to be produced at a particular time and no one was counting on COVID to intercede on plans so that's number one. Number two, I have a feeling there was a lot of stuff happening because of um, like the Harvey Weinstein situation, um, Trump's situation with, you know, financial and economic stuff. Like there was a lot of things yeah. worldwide that were kind of all mixed in together um but the other thing is i think there was a contract breach uh between marvel and and um, in, in, uh, disney scarlett johansson oh yeah so what that was is that uh scarlett johansson was she obviously signed, signed a contract she was expected to make a certain amount of money if black widow was released into theaters uh like fully released into theaters uh that's why they pushed it back they didn't just push it. I mean, they pushed it back because of COVID, but they pushed it back because they didn't want to have it on Disney Plus because they knew they owed Scarlett Johansson a certain amount of money. So she right. also recently went to sue Disney because with having it uh, released in theaters and on Disney Plus, apparently it screwed with some of her money. I don't know the intricate details of her contract, but long story short, it screwed with some of her money. So that's why she went to go sue Disney, basically. And that would explain a lot of the delays, too, because anything contract-related has to go through legal channels. And, you know, that stuff takes forever. Yeah, and then exactly. COVID happens, so everything is just, like, even slower. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm glad that it came out. I just... I have a gripe with the film, just a small one, not a huge one. Uh -oh, but uh-oh. Let me hear it. The hell happened in Bucharest, Budapest. Budapest? What do you mean? What happened? Remember, between her and Hawkeye, they always talk about Bu Bu Bucharest, Budapest. Budapest, yeah. Budapest. So. So you don't think it was that serious for them to make a big deal out of like? Oh, they didn't something talk happened about Budapest. it. She didn't talk about her end of it. Well, I mean that, but that, like what what we saw in the film that was Bud that was Budapest that's what that's what they were talking about that's what this film was about we were supposed Hawkeye to see it's involved with it though oh well maybe we yeah maybe we did miss something 
I don't know. And and spoiler at the end of the movie. Wait, 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 wait. no, no, don't, don't give that spoiler. Don't. That's okay. a big spoiler. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't want. I have questions about that, and Gabe I don't didn't want allow to. me to talk about that yet. So. Well, if we have time, if we have enough time, we can talk about that quick spoiler in in the uh, post show of the podcast. Okay, fine. So, fine. yeah, we'll I'll do that. Hold off on that. Yeah, hold fine. off on that. So, if anybody wants to talk about that with us who have seen the movie, stick around after the show. We'll do a live post show. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, like I said, it was an okay film. Uh, I, I think the whole the, the timing of everything does make it feel a little off, but it was still a good film. I love the action scenes. The action scenes were great. I need to figure out who choreographed the action because it feels very born identity ish, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it's it's not it's not my favorite Marvel film, so. <laughs> I love Scarlett Johansson though, but it's it's, it's not my favorite Marvel, Marvel film. So um, noted, noted, and noted. All right, so let's jump into our last topic for tonight. One that I know that you're pretty excited for: uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. All right, go ahead. Tell me how you feel about. Um, well, first off, first off. I'm going to make note that I am usually not a person that likes to like, I love trailers, but I try not to watch a lot of trailers for films that I'm very excited about. I know that sounds really backwards because trailers I've noticed lately over the years just do nothing but spoil everything about the movie for you. Um, I wasn't going to watch this trailer, but I decided to watch it because it was just eating at me. I kept seeing them pop up on YouTube and Twitter and I'm just like, oh my god, I don't want to watch this trailer. I just kept seeing it everywhere. I'm like, oh screw it, I'm gonna watch it. And you can't you can't avoid it because I pop it up sometimes too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um I just I just decided to watch it and man, this movie looks like it's gonna be so good. It looks like it's gonna be so good. Um I'll let you I'll let you start off. What did you like about it? My chair keeps slipping down chat, so that's why I keep moving my chair. Okay. Uh what did you love about this trailer? Okay. Baby stay puff. Baby stay puff, yes. I thought that was just a commercial. I didn't know it was in the movie. You have no idea how many times we have to go to Walmart in this area to find the freaking marshmallows and the cereal because every time, every time. Wait, wait. So, 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 do they have Stay Puff Marshmallow marshmallows? Yes. It really? Campfire, Campfire Company is the actual company that's making them, and every time that we have to go to Walmart. Where do we have to go first? The toy aisle. And then oh, after that, man. the marshmallow aisle. And after that, the cereal aisle. And it's like, oh my God. Wow. Wait, so they have the cereal out already too? Yes. Oh, man. As, as, as I, it, I, it comes from the actual authority of the Ghostbusters fan club official. Really? I, wow. A fan club makes the actual Ghostbusters cereal. That is interesting. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's 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 under good authority from the fan club that it's been announced that. Oh, oh okay, out. okay. I was going to say, man, that's a serious <laughs> fan club. <laughs> like, I'm going to make Actually, some cereal for the just, Ghostbusters. Just like, and I think we mentioned it at Ghostbuster Day, but just like the Starship Troopers have like a core of 
of Starship Troopers that go to like special events and stuff like that, they have a Ghostbusters troop that goes to special events and movie things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So quick, quick, quick thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing when she, so we're gonna kind of break down the trailer a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. when she's going. When she's on the floor and she's messing around with the platform and she pulls out the little uh, ghost trap, I wonder if that's if, if it's like a puzzle that obviously her grandfather left behind because I've noticed that she's playing around with like the uh, planks on the floor. I don't, I don't know if you caught that. Actually, no. Maybe maybe she wasn't. Never mind. Skip. No, she. you're right. It's a Tetris <laughs> puzzle. Yeah, yep. it, it, it looks like it was some kind of puzzle or something mm-hmm, that, that she was mm-hmm. playing with and she discovered it. I thought that was interesting. <clears throat> well, you, you understand and... and... Granted, the whole situation is that these two kids had a grandfather and they all had to come to the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, (laughs) and live here, you know, live there. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a, situation where okay i because i can't give away too much (laughs) don't give away well i mean we haven't even seen the movie yet but i mean well you understand that in i think it was in two which is the last portion of the second movie that ever came out of ghostbusters egon mentions that there were several areas in the world that had these temples with this god that had caused all the ruckus in New York. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. That's okay. Saying. Don't give away too much. Don't give away nope. too much. Nope. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, to... she she was looking at this trap, and the ghost trap was her grandfather's ghost trap. So. I have to say, it's pretty funny how uh, in the scene with the marshmallows, they're like roasting the marshmallow on the cracker. And he's like enjoying it. Yeah. So funny. I love it. I freaking love it. He was becoming a s'more. I love it. I can I I can see the promotional material now for that. I There's going to be so much Stay Puff Marshmallow like it's things. It's baby Stay Puff. You have to say baby oh, stay puff. Baby stay puff. It's, it's it's a huge distinction between big stay puff and baby stay puff. <laughs> oh, and side note, I called this right here. Didn't I tell you that the beast was gonna be in and one of what do they call it? The, the little gargoyle thing from part one? <laughs> the dogs. Yes. <laughs> we called it when we were breaking down the trailer. When we saw the claw, I was like, I guarantee you <laughs> that that is the beast. And they show him in this trailer vaguely. But they when nonetheless they show them. So I was oh, like, if yeah. You no- if you noticed, Paul Rudd is in Walmart looking for marshmallows. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> I'd be I'd be thrilled to pieces if you go to a Walmart and you happen to be with your kids or whatever, and you go through the uh, marshmallow aisle. If you find that, mm-hmm. take a picture and send it to me. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> Uh, Legion in chat says I'm very iffy on this movie and then same for the before this one spinoff I have not seen it yet oh the Ghostbusters spinoff movie the one with the women that Carlos despised that has nothing to do with this one this yeah one, that yeah that's a completely different just so like offshoot. a little background on this movie this movie is directed by Harold Remus who 
was Egon in the original Ghostbusters. He passed away. So Oh, okay. Interesting. His son, his son is taking over and he's the one directing it. Nice. Okay. Based on the criteria that him and Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray all worked on together. Oh, okay, okay. So now, the continuation is this one. Now we have to address the elephant in the room. The huge elephant in the room. The last five seconds of that trailer. <laughs> the last five seconds of the trailer. Oh, man. When the phone was ringing and he said, we're closed. Oh, man. Blew my mind. I legitimately was like, oh, my God. My kids Did are like, get, what's going on? Did you get chills? Did you I get got chills. chills. And anybody who's seen the trailer, you know what I'm talking about. Because we got the voice of Dan Aykroyd. It's pretty obvious that it is him. It's pretty obvious. So, well, do you know what they were calling? Um, I'm guessing they were trying to call Ghostbuster headquarters, but it didn't <laughs> look like he was in there. It looked like he was in like a like some kind of store, some kind of shop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Keep going. Um, that's it. <laughs> Did I miss something in that? So the reason why they weren't Ghostbusters at the beginning of number two film. Because they were having a paranormal store happening. And that was in Midtown, New York. Oh. So that's probably where he's at right now. And that's why he says they're closed. Oh, man. When I saw that, I I lost it. I I didn't even realize that until you just said that now. But, man, I'm really excited about this film. Can't wait. I'm really excited. There's I think a lot. That... There's a ton of Easter eggs. There's a ton of connections. I mean, to have Dan Aykroyd and um, Mr. Houston and uh, Mr. Murray be in the midst of perhaps making an appearance, that would be ideally awesome. Yeah. But the fact that they want to do a thorough like continuation from two, obviously two and three, the video game, and you know, um, <clears throat> now that's just, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. And I, I've, I've never been so geeked and fangirled out for a movie. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's kind of high. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. Assassin's Creed. Like, and, <laughs> and that's only because obviously, um, the show is very much a huge fan, like super huge fan. So. Yeah. Um, his energy and his enthusiasm about this movie and all the Easter eggs that he's been showing me, like as we're watching stuff, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> makes you lose crazy. your mind, doesn't it? It makes. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I just, I can't. Like, honestly, like I was already looking forward to the film, mm-hmm. but seeing that trailer, it just like took it to it. Like, I it, it took me to a different level, and like I love the yeah. franchise. I'm not a super fan, but I love the franchise. And that trailer just got me so excited. It's part of our childhood. I mean, it makes science fun. In a way, I always thought that show and that the the cartoon, more more so than the movie, but the cartoon really brought science to a fun level. You know, way before 321 Contact, way before Bill Nye the Science Guy. You know, like, 
that yeah. kind of science fun and you know paranormal like come on ghosts and ectoplasm and all the gadgets and gadgets and I mean, traps slimer and stay puff come on man yeah come on for real <laughs> <The> scary librarian <laughs> Yeah, and honestly, I'm curious because like Ghostbusters relies on a lot of special effects when it comes to their like to their ghosts and monsters. I'm really curious to see how the special effects are going to come together in this one. Like that, that was always the the cool thing about it for me. You'll be surprised. I have a feeling it might be a fifty fifty split. Yeah, yeah, I probably, I it have, probably would because I have the... a feeling it has to be a fifty fifty split only because there are some practical things that need to happen. And there oh, yeah. are obviously CGI things that need to happen, but now there's new technology to do effects. Yeah. So it's a 50-50 split with a little magic in between. <laughs> yeah, because there was there was a shot in the trailer where we saw like uh almost like a zombie looking guy, and you can tell that it. it I mean, it was special effects like makeup and stuff, but it wasn't like digital special effects. So right, right. there's got to be some 50-50. That's pretty much going to be it. Viv, you got any recommendations you want to leave with people before we get out of here? Recommendations. Um... Go watch Ghostbusters. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> to get ready for the new Ghostbusters. That's um, our recommendation. I I want to recommend, and I want to recommend it to you too. Uh, we haven't seen it as of yet, but it's on the, on the I want to watch list. Okay. Hulu has a documentary of um, the music show that happened. So Woodstock happened, right, in 1969. Quest Love did a documentary of the stuff that happened in Harlem with music. And, oh, really? Yeah. And Quest Love is a very good musician. He's one of the best musicians I've seen. He's a goat. Um, he is. Oh, he is a goat. He is really like he can do it all. Um, music producer, music drummer, music singer. Like he's just mm. all around a great guy. Yeah. Um, and super talented. But uh, he did a movie. Um, and it's on Hulu. Um, I want to say the Summer of Soul. It's called. Okay. Um, I think I think I came across that. I haven't uh, haven't watched it though. The Summer of Soul is about the series. It's a six concert series that happened in Harlem in 1969 at the same time that Woodstock was happening. Oh really? But nobody made a big, you know, stink out of this particular event or festival because it was in Harlem. Hmm. But you had amazing performers. You had Nina Simone, Stevie Wonder, you had Mahalia Jackson, you had um the Chambers, you had David Ruffin. Like you had, you know, amazing singers that you know, had a lot to do with the influence of soul and funk and how Harlem is at this time, you know, like, yeah, it, it was also a revolutionary thing. So I am recommending that. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, um, I might have to check that one out. What are you recommending? Uh, what am I recommending? I'm rep, I'm rec, I'm reprimanding. Wow. 
I'm recommending me to speak better, and I'm also recommending an app called Luminosity. Um, oh, nice. Uh, actually, it's not called Luminosity. It's called Lumacity. I don't know. I'm probably butchering it. L L U M O S I T Y. Lumosity. Lumosity. Um, it's pretty much an app that you can download on your phone, and it's like brain games. It helps with uh, attention, flexibility, speed of processing, problem solving, things like that. Um, I use it ever so often. Uh, you can use it for free. There's also a paid tier that'll give you more games, but it's just a good way to kind of like. It's like a five minute thing, right? You do it every every day for five minutes, and you earn rewards. Um, it's kind of like that. Um, I think you do like three or four. I think you do like three or four games a day. If you yeah. pay for the paid version, you get more games. Uh, right. and they keep track of your uh pretty much your your score for each game. So every time you complete the your game, and you, yeah, if you play it again, you can see where your score ranks as like whether you're doing better or worse. It's pretty good. Like I said, it's it's a it's a way to flex your brain muscles and things like that. I feel like a lot of time we get so uh just caught up in life and we just do the same thing every day and we're not challenging ourselves mentally. So I think it's a good mental challenge to just jump in there and just kind of flex your flex your brain muscles for a little bit. It's I mean you can use it for free. You don't have to pay for it, but right. uh, you, you get more benefits if you pay for it. So you sign yeah. up for a free account. Yeah. So Luma City, uh, check it out. Luma City, Lumosity, whatever. Lumosity. Lumosity. It doesn't look like you. It doesn't look like that's how you would say it. Okay. Viv, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Okay. I'm gonna say how I want. <laughs> you do you. You do you, boo. You that's do, all you, you got. You do you, boo. You do you, boo boo. Um, I'll leave the link in the uh. The, the, the show description so you guys can check it out if you want um, oh yeah and he'll put the the quest love movie too yeah send that to me just uh like through a message or something so i know to, to put it in there hulu documentary summer of soul yeah um other than that we're gonna get ready to get out of here thank you guys uh if you guys want to stick around for a quick uh post show so we can talk about some uh the uh, spoilers for uh black widow it is spoilers, so if you guys have not seen Black Widow, don't stick around because it's major spoilers. Uh, but yeah, other than that, we're going to get ready to head out of here. If you guys want to watch the show live, um, I'll leave that in the description. Twitch.tv forward slash K to the J. We have new merch out. I'm wearing yes, one of the new shirts right now. Buy um, some stuff. Buy some clothes, guys. They got to have clothes. Guys. And we got I'm stickers. Putting a sticker on my car. Yes um i'll leave that in the show description as well um so yeah other than that guys appreciate you checking us out uh don't forget if you're watching us on youtube uh like and subscribe yeah i'm that guy um also we if also have a patreon page patreon.com forward slash j house check us out we have tiers on there uh if you guys want to support the studio financially that'll definitely help us out and to putting out more great content and putting more time into the content for you guys um, all this stuff I'm going to leave in, in the show notes so you guys can check out. Um, other than that, thank you for checking out the show. After show is happening in like 2.5 seconds. Thank you guys. Bye. Later. Hasta pasta. Hasta pasta? Hasta pasta. What is pasta. that?